Good morning, Dan. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Absolutely fantastic. I want listeners to be very excited about reading this book. And the reason why is because there's no belt or championship on the line. You are letting us into your mental octagon. And I just think that is such an incredible journey. Uh, well, thank you. Yeah, it was it was definitely uh, fun for me to do that. What was it like for you to go through that journey? Because, I mean, that's stepping back into your past and reliving things that you, you know, that you had battles with. Yeah, I, I think... Uh, it wasn't very often that I kind of looked back and, and, and thought about, you know, everything I've accomplished and done in my life and, and some of the old stories and, and what got me to where I'm at right now. And, and to be able to, to kind of not be forced, but to look back in detail at, at certain things was, was kind of great. It, it you know, kind of made me appreciate myself a little more, yeah. I guess. So, um, yeah, it, and I definitely have always appreciated the life I've had and been able to do and, and the experiences I've done. And, and uh, yeah, I was just even more thankful for, for what I've been able to do after, you know, kind of doing this book. And the thing is, it's in your word. I mean, we've had all these articles that have been written by sports journalists and we've we've read all these different things. But this is your story that you're relinquishing, the journey of you. And that's that's what makes it like, oh, my God, I'm really going to get into these chapters. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, it's definitely uh, my words. And and there might be a few cuss words in there. <laughs> uh, uh, Unfortunately, uh, I do have a, a potty mouth sometimes. <laughs> That's what it's all about, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. you, you know, the, I, I grew up in the state of Montana. When you're out there with the cattle and everything out there in Montana and the chickens, I mean, you, you just let things fly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I enjoyed writing that for sure. Yeah. When when it, when it comes to the matches that you've been in, do you still play them in your mind? Because I'm I'm a third Don in Taekwondo and going to those championships, I still play those matches over and over in my head thinking, what could I have done differently? You know, I don't beat myself up like that. Uh, you know, I, I, I try to prepare the best I can. I go out there, I, you know, and, and, and if, if sometimes you, you felt it flat or, or, you know, didn't quite do the right things that you wanted to do. And, and yeah, it bums you out that, that you lost. And, and, you know, I try to learn from those mistakes and not do them again, but you know, I can't, I can't change anything that that's right. happened. So I don't, I don't, I don't typically beat myself up over things like that. And, you know, I just make sure that, you know, I try not to let that happen again and, and make sure that I do things a little bit different the next time. And, that's that's all you can do, and, and so that, that that's that's kind of my philosophy and how I live my life. The early days of the MMA, it wasn't as governed as it is today. Do you see the evolution, and how do you see it, you know, growing into the future? Yeah, it's tough to to see how much it'll grow in the future. I, I've I've kind of lived and and competed during the biggest growth period. I think from, you know, I think my first. First UFC was UFC 17, but I fought, uh, you know, a year before that in Brazil as well when I first started, and and uh, you know it was it was a, a cool journey to to kind of be a part of uh, the evolution of of the sport, uh, you know. And when I first started, there was no MMA coaches. Right. It, it was everybody had their their own uh, you know background that they they were good at, and and 
everybody tried to learn everything else and, and it evolved into the sport of MMA. And, and now these young kids are, are starting out doing MMA instead of boxing or wrestling or kickboxing. Uh, you know, they're kind of just doing MMA now. So, which, which is pretty cool to see, uh, you know, and I still believe wrestling is the best base to have. And, and it, it, it helps you out the most mentally and physically well what what fascinates me is the fact that mma i mean you're starting to see schools popping up and there and then you know you don't go in there to learn karate or kung fu or even taekwondo they're going in there to do mma yeah i, I think mma is by far the most practical um of the martial arts it, it it's real it's not you know something that you learn and you can only do in a dojo you know where where it would be effective mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's a lot more real than any of the other martial arts so and it, and that's why it's called mixed martial arts it's a mixture of everything and and you know it's uh at the same time, it takes forever to learn everything. Well, you're absolutely right about that when it comes to you know what, what's practical. Because if, if you're in any kind of altercation, 20 seconds into it, it's going down to the ground. Oh, well, how's, how's Taekwondo going to help me on that? And so that's why during my black belt test, I would always do different brick breaks from, from a push-up position. Because trying to show people you've got to be strong on the ground, just as strong as you are on your feet. Yeah, it, it, it definitely... Uh you go everywhere in the sport. So, I mean, up, down and <laughs> weird positions as well. And, and trying to get out, not be submitted at the same time. It, it's, there's a lot to learn. And, and that's what was so enjoyable for me to do the sport was just being able to learn new things almost every day. And, and even now when I'm coaching, I still learn new stuff and, and, you know, get better at the stuff that, that I've taught for years and, and, you know, it's slowly getting better. Speaking of teaching, my God, you got to be with Randy Couture. Oh my God! I mean, you're talking about standing with a with a living legend. <laughs> yeah, Randy and I uh, were we were training partners in wrestling before uh, we started fighting, and we we kind of decided to to try it, and and off we went. Wow! So it was it was Randy's been a, a great friend for a long time. So when when you have someone as close to to you like Randy, because uh, Nathan Ritchie was was a person that I enjoyed grappling with, and the thing is, is that a lot of people don't understand the talking that takes place when you're on the floor. We we don't hear a lot about that, but there is some some bad mouthing going on, and you know, it's like you know, figure it out, buddy, figure it out. What's your next move? Because I'm I'm ten steps ahead of you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We didn't really. I never talked that much. I mean, sometimes, but. You know, it, it depends on the situation, but, you know, even in practice, it's it's kind of one of those things you kind of knew what the other guy was thinking already. And, and uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, you know, we I know that we were great training partners to, to have for each other. And, and especially in, in wrestling, when we wrestled Greco-Roman, it, it was kind of hard to find good training partners for that. Right. So, you know, we, we definitely... Uh, helped out each other quite a bit how much did life change when you made the decision to move up to portland because i mean first and you are not afraid to talk about how how incredible you are as a father uh well i mean i'm sure i could have done that better too but uh you know i i i moved up there to 
to really train full time with Randy to make mm-hmm. a third Olympic team. And, and, uh, I fell a little bit short, but in that, in that time we started fighting and, uh, you know, just, you know, love the sport of MMA after that. So I just kept, kept on fighting. I love the way that you call it a sport because that's one of the things that we had to tangle with in in, in Taekwondo is that everybody says, oh, this is the martial art. It's a sport. We're here to because it's a sport. But so many people in martial arts don't want to look at themselves as be, being in sports. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, I guess it depends on, on what you're in the martial art for. If you're not competing, you're just learning and, and wanting to, you know, kind of have that at your disposal, uh, you know, I guess it's not a sport to you then, but, you know, most of the martial arts have a competition level and, and, uh, that's where it becomes a sport. Getting ready for that match. You know, we, we've seen the boxing movies. We've, we've seen, you know, wide world of sports and things like that. We see the exercising, but mentally you've got to get your head into that game. What, what are some of your tricks to the trade? Uh, you know, just always staying positive. You can never, you know, let negative thoughts creep in right. like, you know, Oh, he, he might do this to me. He might do that. He might do this. You can't really worry about what he's going to do. You gotta, you kind of have to be educated what he likes to do and, and kind of have a game plan to not do exactly what he's good at. But, you know, you got to go out there and, and have your game plan and, and think about what you want to do to, your opponent rather than the other way around. So, uh, and, and that's a tough thing to do sometimes. And, and you think too much about what the yeah. guy could maybe do to you. And that's when, when nerves start taking over. You know, it's, it's almost like when, when I would find out who my next match was with, what I would do is I would I'd play like a game of coup, which, which Native Americans do. We, I just want to go talk to him for a second and just find out how he's breathing, if he's breathing from his stomach or he's, he's breathing from his chest. Because if he's breathing from his stomach, I'm going to get in a big fight. And, and it's, in other words, it's going to be a tougher battle. But if I, if I see his chest moving, that means I can wear him out. <laughs> I've never thought about that in that way. But, yeah, I mean, there are guys that, that – are definitely uh, a lot more nervous looking, and, and that, that's always a good thing going into a fight with them. What is it like to have the praises of Joe Rogan? I mean, because this is a man that really has really put his life into making sure that the story of MMA is is told in, in that in that great way that he does. Uh, yeah, I, it, just knowing Joe over the years and, and you know, just seeing the evolution of, of – the sport and then he's always been involved in the sport you know i feel like he probably knows more about the sport than almost anybody in the world and and including myself i'm not up on on every current fighter nowadays but you know he's been involved at at that level of uh having to know all the fighters and, and commentating about them so i think it he's he's definitely uh been a great thing to have uh as an ambassador for our sport Mm -hmm. do you see yourself as a legend or is it just a chapter in your book of life (laughs) uh yeah i guess i i guess if i was since i've written this book and and kind of had to look back i I guess that that's a good definition but yeah i hate calling myself that anything other than just a normal person you know i i had uh, a different type of job and and I loved it. And 
you know, and I was pretty good at it. So I, I felt like uh, I accomplished a lot in the sport. And, you know, I think it's up to everybody else to figure out what to call me after that. <laughs> how, how did you deal with the traveling? Because, I mean, that's one of the things that we don't get to see is that what you guys have to go through in order to get to that next match. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think because I, I grew up wrestling and competing and, and all over the world, um, and I, and, and wrestling, I would go out, go to other places and train for weeks or months at a time. You know, I, I spent a lot of time in Russia training to, in wrestling and, and my longest trip was four months. And, and, uh, so I think I was used to the traveling already before I started fighting, but yeah, it, it's, it's definitely something you got to get used to. And, and, you know, it, it's, uh, it it kind of sucks that part of it, but it's kind of cool to see other places in the world. It definitely makes you appreciate what we have here at home. I, I feel like more people need to get out into some of these other countries and, and see how well we have it here and, and be more appreciative. Exactly. You know, that right there is your TV special there, Dan. That, that's what you got to do. You got to take those cameras with you and say, OK, hey, I'm going to I'm going to take you for a walk. I've been to Russia. I'm going to show you what I've seen in Russia. And then, and then we sit there and we watch it. I mean, because I mean, talk about leadership there, dude. Yeah, I, that's not a bad idea. I definitely, uh, like I said, people need to get out and around the world a little bit and, and see how things are in the real world. When you travel the world that you have, right away, I'm thinking altitude. I mean, to go from altitude to altitude, how do you prepare your lungs for that? Because, I mean, if I were to go to Denver, Colorado right now, I would probably struggle because it's so high in the sky. Well, I think I would now, too, but. I think being in, in such good shape for so long, uh, I never noticed the altitude uh, too much. And granted, where I grew up was, you know, fairly uh, decent altitude, like, you know, 3,500 feet. But um, I, I never noticed it. I was always in good shape and, and just able to push through certain things and, and you know, but nowadays, when I because I am out of shape, I don't train that much. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely notice walking up some stairs at high altitude. <laughs> so, do you find yourself when when people say you used to be this, you used to be that, you're going, no, 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 I still am. It is a lifestyle. This is my life, and I'm still living it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. No, I I definitely used to be in a lot better shape, and 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 uh, but I'm still capable i still have those skills yeah uh, and i just can't do it for quite as long nowadays you know but uh i don't know i i i don't get offended by anything people say so <laughs> you know i just know that i just know that i for myself would like to start working out a little better i've been a little lazy the last uh year so I always find it fascinating when, when uh, you know, we, we see the, the matches on TV, we see how brutal they can be, and then when we get the opportunity to share a conversation with you, it's like you're a gentle giant, and, and it's, it's like that just blows my mind away on how you can become this machine, and then when it comes to ha releasing a book, it's like, hey, the, the, it, it happened, it happened, but I want you to learn from it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I just... Uh... I've always been that way. I just I, when when it's time to compete, I go out there, I get ready, I warm up, and and you know when the warm up happens, it's when I get a little bit meaner, and uh, <laughs> and I know what it takes, what I need to do to go out there and, and 
and compete. And, and even in wrestling, it, you know, you do all the moves, you go out there and, and wrestle, but until you start getting a little bit meaner with how you do things and mm -hmm. a little bit more emphasis on, on, on how to do it, uh, you know, that's when you really, that's when I really started, uh, winning a lot more and doing a lot better in the sport, just being a little bit more aggressive. How do you uh, convince your body that you still are very much in touch with it and love the body after you've been in a battle? Because, I mean, there were many times I'd come out of that uh, in Taekwondo, a championship, and I was hurting so badly. And, and it's like the mind over the matter and it's pain management. How do you deal with that? Well, I mean, it depends on how bad it is, but typically it's, it's – I, I don't know, it's just – I, I think I've been used to that my whole life yeah. and, and uh, it, you know, it, it doesn't affect you that much. Obviously if, if it's something that's fairly bad, you just kind of do what doesn't hurt it. And, yeah. and, and then, you know, you keep training and, and, you know, sometimes your my styles have changed over the years based on injuries and, and, you know, kind of stand a different way or, you know, uh, do a little bit different techniques instead just uh because of injuries i've had definitely had to change uh change up things because of injuries over yep, the years yep 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 yeah my own handwriting has changed over the years because of different injuries to my wrists and arms and things mm, yeah and, and yeah it's, it's just one of those things that's part of it but yeah mentally you just gotta push through it yeah so with your relationship with randy we know that he does movies is he talking to you about turning this into a movie or can you talk about that uh, well, he's not involved in talking about that. He, uh, but I do have, uh, uh, you know, some producers that, that have done some pretty big films in the, in the past, uh, wanting to do like a biopic or, yes. or a limited series. Uh, yeah, I think it's maybe the talks are turning into more of a limited series based on, uh, the fact that it's hard to put in someone's life into two hours. Yep. So. You know, and I don't know what what a two hour movie would be on me, but it, it wouldn't it wouldn't barely touch the surface type of thing. So we'll see. I mean, I I like I said, I didn't know it was all that exciting of a life I've done until until uh, I looked back and wrote this book. And and you know, thankfully I had uh, a co writer that that helped me uh, get through the, a lot of the the memories that that you know, kind of resurface. So it was uh, good to have somebody like that to put it down on paper. Man, you got to come back to this show anytime in the future, Dan. I mean, you're, you're right. How, how can we even sketch your life in, in what you put in this book in 20 minutes? So I, I you, we've got to talk in the future again, sir. Anytime, just uh, reach out. I'm, I'm around. Okay, guy. Well, you be brilliant today, okay? <laughs> I'll do my best.